Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. And we'll have uh, Red Raider Baseball today at 4. Resume a game that was suspended uh, because of weather, and then uh, they'll play a game that was postponed because of weather uh, today. So uh, two games uh, they'll, they'll get in and uh, take care of some, clean up some business uh, with ACU today, and that'll be uh, at 4 o'clock here on Double T 97.3. Well, the Astros and the Angels uh, tonight at 8.05, and <clears throat> if Texas Tech or Abilene Christian can make quick work of things, at some point in time we'll have uh, maybe some Rangers uh, baseball for you on the air uh, against the Seattle Mariners uh, from Seattle. They'll play day games tomorrow, uh, Rangers at Seattle and the Astros at the Angels, and we'll have those games respectively. Astros on 100.7 the score at 2.35, 8.05 tonight, and then uh, the Rangers Time permitting after the Tech game tonight and then tomorrow at 2 o'clock. I have two what I think are absolutely delicious uh, tidbits for you today. At some point in time this morning, I'll give those to you whenever you... We're not going to do it right now, but when you're ready for one, let me know. Okay. 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 I'll let you know. Okay. Um, What's your take on uh, the Bob Huggins situation? He was on a Cincinnati radio station yesterday. You can Google it to see what he said. It's... It's disparaging, it's, it's disgusting, it's, you know, completely inappropriate. Um, and now, of course, he has apologized. And um, he has uh, basically, in, in essence, said he was asked about the crosstown rivalry uh, that uh, Cincinnati and uh, Xavier had, especially when he was coaching there. He talked about that, and then he uh, disparaged uh, – you know, a couple of different groups, um, and uh, was completely. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't just one. It was you know completely insensitive, um, and uh, basically uh, has put himself in in quite the pickle. Uh, he says uh, during the conversation, he used a completely insensitive and abhorrent phrase that there simply is no excuse for, and I won't try to make one here. I deeply apologize to the individuals I have offended. Okay, at least he said. Uh, if you were, unless at least he said, I have offended instead of saying, if you were offended, like most people do, as well as to the Xavier University community, the C- University of Cincinnati in West Virginia, as I've shared with my players over my 40 years of coaching. I think this is important. There are consequences for our words and action, and I will fully accept any coming my way. I am ashamed and embarrassed and heartbroken for those I have hurt. I must do better, and I will. He used it twice, actually. <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah. First um, off, I don't really think he's hurt anybody. Um, I don't think anybody that's of any of those groups that heard Bob Huggins say it is hurt. Okay. <laughs> Maybe emotionally, but I mean, are they? I don't think they're emotionally really. Well, I don't. I don't know. I, I'm not going to tell people how to feel, but um, I guess. I guess. I mean, if court... I if I tell you people from Kansas are dumb, I mean, are you emotionally hurt? No, because there there are like... some that are. Well, he's from the. <laughs> I mean, it's not, or it's just, it's not, it doesn't emotionally. Somebody that you don't know yeah. says something yeah. about your group. Yeah. Like, that's, that's I mean, a, that doesn't emotionally hurt you. That's, that's I, true. Let me, let me be clear here. I'm not standing up for Bob Huggins. The ways of the world today, he should be gone. I, I, there are times where I have some sensitivity towards people 
who say things that I think, and they didn't really mean to say it or they didn't mean it that way. He absolutely was taking shots at them. Mm -hmm. He absolutely was trying to be insensitive. He absolutely... He knew what he was doing. He knew exactly what he was Mm -hmm. doing when he said it. So dude should be gone. There should be no question. Now, here's my here's the follow-up to that. Do you think that he will be gone? Do you think West Virginia will fire him? I have no clue. Yeah, so... And I also have zero care. I understand I, I mean, that. it's West Virginia. If it was Texas Tech, I'd want him fired. I would care. Sure, sure. I wouldn't want him representing sure. our university. I wouldn't have wanted him representing our university for the last however many years. Um, yeah, I mean, this is not his first little scrape with things by any stretch of the imagination. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there was there was some thought that he was going to retire at the end of last year, but he is... They have portaled up big time, apparently, uh, with their roster. Uh, he is 69 years old. That doesn't uh, that doesn't mean anything other than the fact that he's 69 years old. And he should know better. You should know better at 49. You should know better at 39 or 29 uh, to say those types of things in public. And yes, he should be gone. Now, the, the one of the persons that's going to make this decision as to whether he should be gone, I would presume, would be the president of West Virginia. The president of West Virginia is one... Gordon Gee, E. Gordon Gee, who used to be <clears throat> the president at Pittsburgh, excuse me, at Ohio State. He was also at Vanderbilt and at Brown. But while he was at Ohio State, he came under media fire for comments of his own um, with regard to, um, you know, the uh, the Polish community. <laughs> and he also offended the Catholics. So now he and Bob Huggins have that in common and he, in fact, uh, resigned from his position at Ohio State um, in uh, 2013. And basically, he said he announced his retirement. Uh, this is after all of this mess. After much deliberation, I decided it's time for me to turn over the reins of leadership to allow the seeds that we have planted to grow. It is also time for me to re-energize and refocus myself. Well, he's, he's done that now at, uh, at West Virginia. And so... Uh, I don't know. I'm sh- they have a new athletic director. I'm sure he'll be involved in this uh, decision. But maybe the, the best thing that Bob Huggins could do for his university is simply say he's going to retire. Yeah, I guess so. It would make it easier for them. Make it easier for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but when he says he will... doesn't uh, uh, Bob Huggins doesn't seem like the type that cares that he's going to make it easier for someone. Uh, Bob Huggins doesn't seem like the, the type that's going to say, you know what... He, he may have said all the things that he said there and that, mm-hmm. but I don't think Bob Huggins is, really thinks he did anything wrong. And when he says, do you believe this, when he says that I will fully accept the consequences? Sure. You know. Sure. Like, so I mean, I, if they came he has back, no choice. If they came out and fired him, I guess the question is, do you, do you think that he's going to uh, rail against the university if well, they fire him. Well, surely that that's with cause, right? Yeah. That in would what be world is that not with cause? Sure it is. So how can he fight back? Um, he can create a, create a mess of things. Because um, I, I don't think he'd do that. I wonder how, I wonder how their fan base uh, is responding to this. I mean, you would, you would think that there's certainly a large amount of people that would say, yeah, I'm, I'm done here. I got to believe that there's a lot of people in the West Virginia Athletic Department and the fan base that are we're not going to be disappointed to see him go. Sick and tired of him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, sick and tired of him. Uh and there they'll be and and probably tired of the bully mentality that they have there. 
that he has created there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I just I don't I don't see how he can I don't see how he can stay. Um, and he you know, probably if he wanted to, could go get hired somewhere else in a year if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. Okay, or maybe it wouldn't even take that long. I mean. It, the Chris Beard situation just—I mean—it just shows you that universities are are willing to sure. let so much go, so much slide to Didn't try to win at basketball. Long. Yeah, I know. And try to win at basketball or football or baseball, whatever. Uh, here's a couple of uh, national guys. What they have said about this, Jay Billis says this, I'm stunned by these damaging and offensive comments. What West Virginia's leadership does in response is up to them. However, the actions West Virginia takes will clearly reveal its true values to all. Jay, you're shocked? Of all the things I am with this story, shocked is not on the yeah, list. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah. Well, I don't know, shocked that he's he's dumb enough to say it yeah. on the radio. Now here's rash. Here's enough. what here's what Doug yeah. Gottlieb says, and you would expect this from Doug Gottlieb. The crosstown rivalry is probably the nastiest, most competitive yearly showdown in college basketball. Hugs used a word that is now off limits. He apologized. We should move on. Sorry, Doug. Don't agree with you. Don't usually agree with you on very much anything. While the word is no longer acceptable, it is used in the context of sports banter often, especially by fans for the last fifty years. In time, we'll evolve out of using this word, but not through running a legendary figure off his post. Wow. I'm sorry. The next time he steals from his teammates, I will. Uh, wow. That, uh, Godly caping up for Bob Huggins. I really shouldn't be surprised by that at all, should we? Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction drive nothing tricky about today it's just may the 9th 2023 and here is jeff mcguire remember you said that okay (laughs) remember you said that okay 1901 is Mm -hmm. where we will start cleveland's earl moore no hits the chicago white Sox nine innings but loses it in the 10th and loses the game four to two Mm. 1961, Baltimore Orioles' Jim Gentile hits two grand slams. Not very Gentile of him. Nine RBI total in the game versus the Minnesota Twins. That's impressive. 1973, for the second time, Johnny Bench hits three home runs in a game. 1987, uh, Oriole Eddie Murray is the first to switch hit home runs in two consecutive games. Mm. Man, he was... He was a really solid player for them. I always liked Eddie Murray. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Just I, his I personality. Yeah. I liked him. 1995, Cleveland Indians tie a record of scoring eight runs before making an out. Mm. They beat the Twins 10 to nothing. <laughs> they only scored two the rest of the game. You know, that was my thought, too, when I read this. But again, <laughs> still eight runs without making it out is impressive. They got what they needed. Well, in a 10 to nothing win, they got nothing... They get, they get after the first turn they were. Yeah, that's sure. Right. That's right. And in 2010, former Red Raider and Oakland Athletic starting pitcher Dallas Braden becomes the 19th pitcher to throw a perfect game. Four to nothing over Tampa Bay on Mother's Day. Yeah, Mother's Day, right? That dude's just certifiably crazy. Crazy, I think. Have you seen his his beard? And I mean, he's just a he's an interesting cat, isn't he? That is true. <laughs> Have you ever met him? 
I have not. He might be an interesting dude, but he's our interesting dude. Well, that's that's fair. It is National Shrimp Day. Okay. Are you shrimp cocktail? Are you fried shrimp? I'm very you... much uh, in tune with Bubba Gump. Okay. There's a million ways to make it, and I like them all. Okay. Except shrimp scampi. Okay. It's the one I don't like. I'm a big fan of the Cajun-style shrimp as well. Yeah. You can fry it. You can boil it. You can saute it. I'm, I'm in on all of them. Okay. Uh, happy birthday to Billy Joel, who turned 74. Candace Bergen is 77. Prince Fielder, 39. Chase Headley is 39. And Calvin Murphy is 75. And on this day... Here's the tricky part. Uh-huh. 1974. House of Representatives Judiciary Committee opens up impeachment hearings against President Richard Tricky Dick Nixon. <laughs> voting to impeach him on three counts on July 30th. The impeachment was the result of the scandal involving the bungled burglary of the offices of the Democratic National Committee and the Watergate apartment complex in Washington, D.C. on June 23rd of 1972. Eventually, it was learned that there was a criminal cover-up that went all the way to the White House. People have got to know if the president is a crook. I'm not a crook. Well, he is. <laughs> and that's this day in sports history. Sure was. All right, mm-hmm. 6.48 this morning on the morning drive. Uh, your thoughts, your comments, Yates Flooring Center chat line. Go to doubletea973.com for that. All right. Uh, this with regard to uh, Bob Huggins. Uh he has brought in great recruits this year. He is going nowhere. Uh, this, that university is going to look pretty bad if they keep him on. Do they look worse than Ole Miss looks? <sighs> I feel like Ole Miss has just gotten a complete pass on yes, this. Yes, yes. That's what it seems like, right? Uh-huh. And the I think people kind of expect that out of Ole Miss, though. This is sounding like I'm defending Ole Miss, and I'm not. But the charges were dropped. He's not. He wasn't under. Yeah, everybody's aware of that. Yeah, he he wasn't under any prosecution anymore. He was a free agent to go about go henceforth and do things. Bob Huggins did this. There's video evidence of him doing this, or um, audio evidence of him. Doing I, this. I think there's evidence that Chris Beard did this too. Yeah, yeah. there's plenty of evidence there. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, I mean, and he would always say, he would always say, Captain Obvious here, Captain Obvious, he did it. Chris Captain Beard Obvious, he paid her to go away. Keep in mind, though, that Chris Beard was fired. From the job he had at the time, he was fired. Mm-hmm. So you that think doesn't mean that's, that's enough, you think that makes him in the clear for Ole Miss? I, for any for other college? Them, do for I? any other no, college? for them, yes. For them? Like, they think he's in the clear, yes. No, they, no, don't. they don't. No, they don't. No, they don't. They think he can win basketball games. Well, yeah. You're going to see fireside chats. You're going to see burn the boats. You're no, gonna, I mean, the whole deal is going to be there. I won't see any of it. <laughs> I didn't see any of it was in Austin, either. I'm just I'm just going to tell you. I mean, they, 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 they decided to climb in the boat with him. I mean, again, Captain Obvious. Captain Obvious here. Captain right. Obvious. Of course he did it. Yeah, they know he did it. They said we can live with that because yeah. he can win us basketball That's games. That's right. He can, he can put us on the map. Yeah. From a, he can go get recruits, and he's, he's and there have been there are people that have signed on with him. I mean, there are people that have 
willingly gone there. And, you know, we get a text here that says, uh, this person that says, Mark Adams is reportedly already interviewing at Ole Miss. Uh, and we talked about that several weeks ago. I don't know if that's still the case or if it's going to be the case. Um, some folks that I've talked to would say they wouldn't necessarily be surprised, and some say that I would be surprised. So there you go. Uh, this. Bob Huggins is clearly not sorry. He was giggling the entire time and went on for five minutes. It wasn't a slip. It was actually how he feels. It was how he actually feels. Uh, somebody's, others have asked about should the, yeah. the hosts mm-hmm. be held accountable too because they were laughing at him. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know that I go that far just because it's an uncomfortable situation, but I right. I'd like to think they wouldn't laugh and kind of egg him on, which mm-hmm. you know kind of felt like that was the case. Or 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 end with you know something to the fact of, hey, isn't he the best? <laughs> no, he's no, really not. No, he's not. He's not. He's not the best. You know, and and that that's uh, that's that's not a it's not a good look for for those guys. You know. It's 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 kind of like, um, you know, what happened with the A's broadcaster over the weekend, uh, Glenn Kuyper, um, and his use of a word. Uh, you know, it came out awful, came out awful comfortable for him. Now, is he going to lose his job as the A's broadcaster? He's been suspended. Uh, he was suspended immediately after the ball game. Um, yeah, I don't know. I didn't actually hear the audio of that. I don't know how comfortable it came out for him. I don't. I don't know. I heard it. Yeah, I don't. I don't. That would be hard to judge. It is hard. To, it is. And, and and again, I'm not. It just. It was. It's not. It's not good. Obviously, um, you know. As far as and as far as Huggins is concerned, you know. I just. I just think with, kind of all he's, you know, at some point in time, West Virginia's got to say enough is enough. Now the question is: Will they? Will they do? Will they actually do that this time? Uh, but yeah, the host uh, inter- closed the interview, laughing and saying Huggins was the best. <laughs> no, he's not. Six fifty-three this morning here on the morning drive. Um, uh, it wasn't a sports talk show, right? I looked up the host, and he's a political talk show. It, it doesn't matter. I mean, that doesn't make it acceptable, what Bob Huggins said. Doesn't seem like it to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we'll see. We'll see what uh, see what he, uh, what he happens with him over the... But uh, West Virginia says they're investigating it and uh, looking into it. No. I mean, you don't have to look very far, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't seem like it would be that difficult <laughs> right 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 it doesn't seem that it would be it would be that difficult um so if you have a thought or a comment on that uh, hit us up on the h flooring center chat line go to the double c 97.3 mobile app or the visual edge it hotline 806-771-0973 okay uh, seems like a good time i've got a tidbit for you you want you want to i think this is a pretty good tidbit Okay. I will share it with you just after 7. Okay. okay? And uh, we'll talk some tech baseball. Uh, Big 12, changing the name. <laughs> Say it ain't so. We got 
10 teams now, we're going to 14, then we're going to be at 12 at some point in time, but then we're probably going to expand before then. But they're going to maybe kick the Big 12 name and the logo to the curb and come up with something different. So we'll, we'll throw that a little bit around too. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Jamie Lent and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. It's time to try and crack the code. Okay. So you give us a five-digit code. If you get the numbers correct and in the correct order, we're going to scratch you out a check for $1,000. Gee whiz. Okay. All you have to do is come down here and say, I want my gee whiz. And uh, you'll get a check with uh, $1,000 on it, and you can go did put we, it in the bank. Do we ask others if they had ever heard of the gee whiz thing? I didn't know. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, uh, we, uh, gee we, whiz, I probably should have. We do this every day at uh, 7.15 and 4.15 on Double T 97.3. We ask you to go to Double T 97.3.com. And enter in your code, and then uh, ask a couple of questions, and then we'll uh, fire that back and uh, potentially put you on the Visual Edge IT hotline like we have done this morning with Ken. Ken, good morning, and uh, welcome to your opportunity to crack the code and win $1,000. Ken, have you ever heard the term gee whiz before? Gee whiz is a, a, an old-school term, but, yes, I have heard gee whiz quite a bit. See, there you go. Old-school term. Yeah, I've heard gee whiz for, like, <laughs> like, like, wow, that's amazing. Gee whiz. But I've never heard it for, like, referred to as $1,000 as a gee whiz. That's different. I'm not saying that it didn't exist before. Yeah. I'm just saying I had never heard. You were never heard. All right, Ken. What, uh, what What are your digits? What are your numbers uh, okay, to try to crack uh, the code here? All right. I did a morning guess, and then I did a an afternoon guess, and I'm thinking my very first morning guess looked more uh, more like a code to me. I'm going with six two five eight four. Jamie's got the numbers. All right, Ken, uh, you got one number correct. I'm sorry, you got two numbers correct, but only one of them is in the right spot. Okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Now, uh, I did do an afternoon guess. Do you want that one also, or is that my one shot, the morning guess? Ah, why not? Give it to us. Give us another okay, guess. This one, this one kind of a sequenced uh, code, four, six, no, excuse me, back up, back up, five, six, Seven four one. Okay, you got three numbers correct, but only one of them was in the right spot. So okay, two on the first one, three on the second one. I'm I'm getting getting somewhere. All right, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what we're aiming to do. We're aiming to give you we're some to little somewhere. little hints. Shoot you. All, All right. right, Ken. Thanks for uh, participating. Thanks for listening to Double T ninety seven three, and you can participate and crack the code as well. Presented by the Home Zone, where they make your house a home every day at fiftieth and Indiana. Go to double t ninety seven for that and uh, enter to win. Okay, here's my first tidbit of the day. Okay. Okay. Have you ever, Jeff? You you watch the show Gunsmoke, right? Negative Ghost Rider. 
Have you ever seen it? You've I, heard of it, I've right? I've heard of it. You've I've, heard of it. You've heard I've of probably the sh- seen heard an of it. episode. You've heard of the show Gunsmoke. Okay? But it's not one I watch. On, on the, the a Western, show, maybe? It's a Western, right. Okay. On the, on the show, uh, there's a guy named Festus, okay? And Could Festus, have told you that if you'd given me the F and the Sisters. Yeah, Festus. Couldn't I think it. I've heard that before. Okay, Festus. And Festus kind of walks with a limp, and he's kind of a, he's a character, okay? He's a... He's a he's a character. He's kind of you know he's got he's kind of a wisecracker. Okay. Okay. So here's the tidbit. Here's the tidbit. Chuck is about to tell us that he has a connection to Lubbock. Nope. Well, he does. He has a connection to Chuck. He does have a connection to Lubbock because his great grandson lost to Sonny Cumbie. Okay, in a bowl game. Aaron Rodgers' great grandfather is Ken Curtis, better known as. Festus from Gunsmoke. I thought that was a pretty good tidbit. Is he a likable character? Yeah, he's a likable character. Yeah. yeah, I think people these these people that watch that show. I, I was not a watcher of Gunsmoke, but I I think people I think people liked him. So. So Aaron Rodgers had an actor grandfather. Great-grandfather. Great-grandfather. His great-grandfather. Mm. Now we're starting to piece it together. <laughs> from what we've seen from Aaron Rodgers <laughs> over the last four or five years, mm-hmm. drama queen city. Yeah. Mm. Seems yeah. like he, as Chuck says, comes by it naturally. <laughs> <laughs> the apple didn't fall too far from, from the, the tree. tree. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. In my 60-plus years on this earth, I have never heard the term gee whiz as it relates to money. Bobby Hot Dogs, never heard of it called a gee whiz. Chuck is lobbying hard for both that and Exxon, though. Yes. Uh, Chuck Chester walked with the limp, not Festus. Okay. but Never let the facts get in the way of a good story. (laughs) All right. This. I sometimes, you know. I have three friends that are from Kansas, mm-hmm. and I just question whether one of them speaks English and the other two speak Kansan. And I just like wonder if there were different like dialects up there. Am I the one that different... speaks English? No. <laughs> well, you're not his friend from Kansas. You're his friend from Missouri. Well, I look. I, you know, I, I'm sorry. I was born on one side of the state line than the, the other. The two of you just come up with words that, like, the rest of this country is not just doesn't use. You, you're thinking of me and Clint, or me yes. and uh, Brian Haney? <laughs> you and Clint. Okay, you're, you're saying Haney speaks English. No, I actually wasn't including Haney. I right, three out of four. Okay, okay so we're two, two. two Two speak English and two don't. <laughs> <laughs> two have so many crazy words. Right. Yeah. Oh, uh, this. Are you sure he's not your offspring? Clint? Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, I did I did spend some time in southwest Kansas. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I ever traipsed over to where he is, though. <laughs> So, I don't think I th- left anything behind, okay? I don't think I did. I don't think so. It's possible. But I don't think so. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, this That was a cool tidbit, Chuck. One of my best friends, RIP, loved gun smoke. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, this. Now, that's a great tidbit. Festus 
was the deputy. Oh, cool. Uh, this, I can actually see the resemblance between Festus and Aaron. Yes. Yes. Aaron I Rogers. thought he was going to say between Chuck and Clint. Yes. Yes. Uh, this, Ken Curtis was also a singer with the Sons of the Pioneers. Festus was very bow-legged, but he didn't limp. Okay, well, Chester. Chester limped, I guess. Well, again, I didn't watch the show, but I just, I passed it along. And I'm glad that you found that tidbit uh, interesting. Uh, this from the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Somebody did post with regard to the West Virginia picture. This is very disappointing, Jamie. Maybe, and maybe it's not. Maybe this is the right call. I'll let you make the because you're good. You're you have a sound mind and I think a, a very even keel and you're fair to all concerned. You'd be a good Rotary member. Uh, West Virginia pitcher Blaine Traxel suspended one game for celebration following a solo home run uh, by Logan Suave. Is that right? I'm not sure how. Okay. Trexel put on a put a cone on his head, went two feet in front of the dugout, ran the length of it, and returned back to his seat. One game is that sufficient? Um. Yeah, I get this is hard. This is hard because it feels like um, this is not a. This is not a mouthing off to people or trying to show you know or right show up your opponent whatever mm -hmm. but one game for a pitcher does nothing yeah i mean he's facing no punishment they, they they have a midweek game yeah he's facing no punishment mm -hmm. yeah yeah uh this according to the afternoon show he it, was suspended I mean, for four games well i'm looking at somebody's yeah, we we all assumed it would be four yeah yeah i i uh, SI.com and others are reporting one game. So I and, and I don't know if it's wrong or if it's right. I mean, there are different cases of you know bad conduct mm -hmm. on a field. I uh, on a field of play. I I don't know what to expect. I it, I I think I lean towards thinking that's right, mm -hmm. but I think I lean towards still thinking that. It was not right how the Beckel situation was handled. Okay. That he didn't deserve four games. Yeah. If if I can say that. So, like, I feel like they got it right here. They didn't get it right with Beckel. Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, new show name here. Chester and Festus in the morning. Okay. Which one am I? Can I not limp? <laughs> yeah, you can, be, you can be Festus. Okay. I've had a limp right. before. A little gimp, a little hitch in the giddy up. 725, Jamie's question of the day is next. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Jamie's question of the day on Double T 97.3 is presented by Bizarre Solutions. Call them today for a free cybersecurity audit. All right, Jamie, 7 7.31 actually. Uh, time for your question, question of the day. Okay, this one's a little bit out there. Okay, well, this show's a little bit out there. Yes, yes. Okay, I want you to give me two athletes over the history of time. You can mm. go current ones or you can go previous ones that when you watch or watched them play, they just amazed you with their their skill. Just amazed you with what they did. Wow. Amazed you with what? Like, like you came away going, man, that guy's so good, or that guy's crazy skilled, whatever. Crazy skilled, okay? That you just kind of 
I'll go first if it wants. If you guys go, want me go, to help go, you, go okay, first. I'll yeah. go first. And the reason I brought this one up is because, again, watching NBA last night, LeBron James and Steph Curry are two uh, two athletes that like I watch and just feel. I mean, Curry, his shooting ability, how quick he gets that three off, how I mean, he's off the dribble, he's spotting up, whatever his range, all of it, it just amazes me. Um, how good he is, and he didn't have a. I mean, he had a, he had a good night, night last night, but we've seen him be better. He had a triple double last night, and LeBron James just with his size, how skilled he is for such a, such a large human being, is just crazy to me. Yeah. Do you think the Lakers going to win that series? No, they're up three one. I know. I know. Yeah. Let's. Yeah, I mean. All right. I'll I'll give you two. I'll I'll, I'll recency bias because I, I I am amazed at what he does every time. It seems like he's on the field. It's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I was going to actually say and you're allowed to not answer Patrick Mahomes, but that's good. That's a good one. You know. Um, yeah. And and I'll I'll give you one from way back in the day. That's going to be that's that's my 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 kind of fandom time period. But to, to, to me, because I just loved how graceful he was playing center field. And it seemed like when, when they needed a hit, he always got him one. And that was Amos Otis. He just always seemed to be able to get the clutch hit when they needed. And he made plays that in center field that uh, looked, he made them look easy. So there's two, there's two. Two bizarre ones, or two on the opposite ends of the spectrum for you. How about that? Well, with answer, without without answering this question, I bet you guys know one of mine. Bo Jackson. That's yeah, sure. The, what he was able to do, no doubt, between the two sports, and even in the non-successful times, snapping a baseball bat mm-hmm. over your head no, like it's a twig. No, no question. Like, whether it was positive or negative, just it was astounding. Mm-hmm. Running away from people, running up the wall. Making the throws he made, a phenomenal athlete. It pretty much it felt like whatever he wanted to be. Um, the second one is probably a sports bias, but uh, Michael Phelps and what he could do in the pool in not just one event, but in multiple events sure. with over multiple Olympic runs. You, it, he had a twenty-year career. That's insane for being at the peak of that sport for that long. Mm-hmm. Especially when he had the munchies the whole time. Well, that was his other good friend. But yeah. <laughs> Those are good answers. Those are really good answers. Kind of envious of both of your answers. Uh, somebody says, this isn't necessarily skill, but the athletic ability of Usain Bolt was amazing to watch. Yes. Oh, that was, that's, I mean, that's, that's skill. I think that's a really, mm-hmm. really good one. Um, one of my favorite pictures, there's a, a, a it's a meme. It's a, uh, winners focused on the goals as opposed to what's around them. And there's a picture of Usain Bolt like three feet out in front of everybody looking at the camera with this big grin on his face, except me, because he's able to be that far of a, it. It's the grin that really sells it because he was having fun. You know, the you, you go back to Bo Jackson, that throw he made in Seattle um, uh, to get the guy at the plate oh, is still, I mean, the, the look back... Um, to him uh, from from home plate is just like that happened what <laughs> it's like that's it's, like the one thing see I, I think Bo was an amazing athlete and and he had all sorts of skill and all that but 
he hit balls hard. He ran down balls. He was fast, ran guys over. I mean, you saw other guys do it. It was just that he combined all of it together. Mm-hmm. The throw, though, was amazing. That's that's one way you looked at and was like, oh, man, who can, who else can do that? Yeah. Who else can throw? That did, That to me was the most amazing thing about we ever saw Bo do, mm-hmm. besides pl- maybe run up a wall. Yeah. <laughs> he was playing right for the White Sox, and somebody tried to go first to third, and the the it didn't bounce from right field to third base it was on a line mm-hmm. and beat the throw beat the runner by like four steps ventura standing there like come on waiting on you now <laughs> this is already over and bo's just out in the right in right field just going should have done that yeah somebody on the <clears throat> gates point center chat line goes with barry sanders i think that's a great answer mm-hmm. that is a great answer yeah that is yeah. great. That is a great answer. Uh, Shohei Otani, another good one. Mm-hmm. Pete Maravich, yeah, that's a really good one. Uh, somebody else, another trackster, uh, Steve Prefontaine. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was, I mean, some kind of outstanding back in yeah. back in the day. Larry uh, Bird, Larry Bird's a good one too. Yeah, I mean that's a, that's the first guy I remember like being in awe of his shooting. Uh, Jared says this, take a look at Edwin Moses's hurdle streak. Amazing. I wonder if that is. Um, Violet and uh, Katie's uh, driver to school. Jared. So if that's Jared the dad. I don't know. Somebody brings up Secretariat. <laughs> would you would you include Secretary Tiger Woods? Yeah, in his in his heyday, no no question. I can't believe sh- we've gone shot maker. seven minutes with this conversation. No one said Michael Jordan yet. Yeah, that's I kind of thought Jamie would. That's fair. Oh, it is. It is. It's the same yeah. guy. So, hey, yeah. drive safe today, Jared. I mean, his ability to hang in the air and create mm-hmm. was just amazing. Amazing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Jones in the outfield was pretty amazing, but Pat Mahomes great. does multi- does things multiple times a season. How about game that no one else on the planet can do? It sure seems that way, doesn't it? I'll go with season, not game. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Uh, a little uh, local, more local, and maybe not just complete amazement, but at one specific part of his ability, Jakeem Grant's speed. Yes. Like, the, everyone else would be running full speed, and Jakeem would just go to his next gear and, and just flat out run away from people when he had the opportunity. That was always fun to watch. Uh, here's an old name, Jesse Owens, especially during the uh, Berlin games when he gives the uh, – the proverbial kind of salute to the Fuhrer, uh, Wayne Gretzky. They didn't call him the great one for nothing. Oh, he was pretty good. <clears throat> he was pretty good. Uh, Curly Neal, <laughs> Harlem Globetrotter. He was he, he could handle that basketball. He did some amazing things with that basketball, without, mm-hmm. without question. <laughs> uh, you, Somebody says a tech meat judging team. Sure, right, right, <laughs> right. I mean, they're... They're they're spot on. Are right? they still winning national championships every yeah, year? Yeah, yeah. Like every, okay. I mean, like we never actually hear about it, but it's like this this rumor that goes on that we win it every year. Yeah, no, they do. I mean, we I don't need know if more promotion. We need more promotion of this. Okay. Uh, Sean White from snowboarding. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's a haircut, but he's pretty good. Um, so if you have a thought or a comment on that, hit us up on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. That's- Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk, yeah. Dr. J. Somebody mm-hmm. brings up Greg Maddox. He was really good. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a, that's mm-hmm. a really good one. You know. 
the back-to-back national champ, Raider Red. <laughs> okay, now, now, now we're getting, now we're kind of getting a little, being a little facetious. Unless there. that's Raider Red tweeting in, mm-hmm. then he's allowed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Good morning, Jamie Lynn, Jeff McGuire, Chuck Hines. Four o'clock, Red Raider baseball today. They take on Abilene Christian. It's a resumption of a game that was suspended because of lightning. And so we'll have that game plus the regularly scheduled makeup of a game earlier this year. <laughs> so you got two games that they're, uh, they're trying to get in and finish up today. All right. Uh, I've got a little conversation started for you here for uh, this weekend's parties or if you're going out to the ball game today. Jean Louisa Kelly. Uh, I don't know if that name sounds familiar to you or not. Uh, she's an actress. Uh, she was in uh, some commercials for a long-distance company. Um, she also was in the movie recently, um, Top Gun Maverick. She played the wife of uh, Val Kilmer's uh, character, Iceman. Okay? Okay. But you know her best as the sullen teenager from the movie Uncle Buck. You ever seen the movie Uncle Buck? Yeah, a long time ago. Okay. Yeah. She was the she played Tia. She was the she was the teenager in uh, in that movie. I thought it was kind of interesting. Oh, that's cool. Okay. <laughs> so um, how do I do this? So I just walk up to somebody at the game, I say, Do you did you know? Did you know that the the teenage girl and mm-hmm. Uncle Buck Yeah was also in Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. Just randomly. Well, I mean, you got And what kind of response do I get? You got to kind of work... Do I... Should I expect? You kind of work into that. You know, it's just... It's it's kind of as your... It's not kind of your lead, okay? Uh-huh. It's kind of as your... your yeah, I was, <clears throat> yeah, I heard this morning... Yeah, I don't know if you find this interesting or not, but I don't know if you're a movie buff or not. Remember movie, movie Uncle Buck? You know, John Candy had the car that, you know, backfired and... You know, he kind of was rough with the kids. You know, he gave them tough love. Yeah, the girl in that, she played Val Kilmer's wife in Maverick Top Gun. I thought that was pretty fascinating. Fascinating? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Now, like, if somebody brought up to mm -hmm. me, like, Mm -hmm. you know, that the wife of Maverick in (laughs) Top Gun I thought was smoking hot. Where have I seen her before? Mm -hmm. I would be like... She was the teenager in Uncle Buck. To me, that would feel like a good time to use it. Okay. Like somebody was questioning it sure, or somebody had brought sure, it up. Sure. That would feel, that's Jamie Lent style mm-hmm. of using that fact yeah. you just gave us. Yeah. Which clearly is Chuck Hines different and then Chuck Hines style. Mm-hmm. It's the first thing we've ever differed on in our styles. <laughs> first one ever. First time ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I now want to see a picture of her in Top Gun Maverick to see if I could. Like, oh, yeah, that make looks like her. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody says this, Uncle Buck was on Sunday. Watched it a while. Good movie. Um, it's funny. Yeah. Apparently, uh, Bob Huggins is not going on the West Virginia coach's caravan in Wheeling, West Virginia. They probably got some kind Why of... Why well, <laughs> Afraid he might say something. <laughs> probably afraid he might say something, yes. Not sure if he's on the coaching staff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, he's still on it right now. All right, Big 12... Uh, is going to welcome new members, okay? BYU, Central Florida, Cincinnati, Houston, we know that. 
We know that Oklahoma and Texas will be gone after the end of next year. All right. Uh, Brett Yormark, the commissioner, knows that the league won't stay or can't stay at 10, especially with the SEC and Big 12, Big 10 constantly looking to expand. Uh, reports have surfaced that, you know, Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, Utah, Gonzaga are interested in joining. And according to this article, the Big 12 is preparing to explore new branding possibilities and perhaps a name change should the conference expand to 14 or 16 teams, though brainstorming is in the early stages. Should membership numbers change again in 25, the Big 12 is at least open to the possibility of tweaking its logo, if not its name, a source said. Would you like the Big 12 to get away from being the Big 12? Are we going to be the Big 12 again after a year? We, we will. We'll have 12, you know. We'll get back to 12. We'll back to 12, right? After we get rid of Texas and Oklahoma, right? Right, so we'd be the Big 12. We so can... why would we change? I mean, we've been wrong for this long. <laughs> right. <laughs> and now we're going to change it when we're a year out from it being right. Mm-hmm. Well, we're not. We're, uh, what what not, sense would that make? Please I, help me. I don't know. I don't think changing your name is a good idea. And, and Jeff, can you help me? I have been on the bus for this a long time that the Big 12 is just a name. I don't care how many teams are in the conference. So no, I don't know why we're even discussing It's accurate because we haven't been 12. Yeah. So we're a year away from it being accurate, and we're mm-hmm. going to time to change it. We're thinking about it. next. We're thinking about it. We're just, again, spitballing. These guys are just coming up with things to do, so it makes it look like they're actually working for the conference. Clearly they are bored. Yeah. Clearly. Clearly they're in or the new commissioner is wanting to put his complete stamp on things, right? Oh, I'm pretty sure he has already yeah. with the the TV deal that is, mm-hmm. is been, been discussed and the possible expansion, which is something we never got with the, the previous commissioners, uh, partially because of people who are leaving the conference. But, yeah, I don't think that's any in doubt that this is right your Mark's conference now. Um, I don't know why he'd have to rename it. Are we going to call it the Yormark Conference now? Is that on the table? I, I don't know. At what point? At what point in time does uh, does somebody attach a sponsor to it? When a sponsor wants to put enough money on it. Yeah. At what point in time does it become the Hellman's Conference? <laughs> <laughs> at the time where I stop paying attention to it. Okay. Uh, in Hellman's Conference Baseball tonight, uh, no, the Texas gonna, Tech Red Raiders will take on. That's going to be the Hunt's Ketchup Conference is what it's going to be. Oh, well, even more be, out. That, uh, even more out. Uh, Heinz Ketchup, I'd be I'd be kind of up for that. Heinz Ketchup, that'd be, that'd be good. I think that's actually on the band. To all of us. Uh, this from the Yates Flooring Center chat line. This is terrific. Uh, the truck in front of me at Dutch Brothers, that's the coffee place, is listening to you all and yelling, Come on, Chuck! Get your blank together. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Uh, oh, man. Well, for the guy that's uh, in front of him, um, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. And, and we'll try. Right. Yeah. The guy in the back, don't laugh at other listeners. Yeah, no, you, you can laugh at me. That's... <laughs> Chuck's got a different de- definition of fascinating than me. And Jamie says, I'm fascinated by what he finds fascinating. <laughs> Are you? Are you really? I, I am. Are I'm not really? necessarily fascinated by the same thing that you're fascinated mm-hmm. by. Yeah. But I am 
you are a case study that is very entertaining. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. that's, you know, I think that's good. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's good. Uh, how about this from, uh, speaking of uh, football and, and uh, the Big 12, now we'll shift to the Big 10. Uh, apparently, Jim Harbaugh, and you can appreciate this, Jamie, and I, and I do appreciate this. You know, he loves to mow his yard. He, uh, he says it accomplishes three things. I'm clearing my mind or thinking of new plays. I feel good about what I accomplish. And I either make money or I save money. He also wonders why more kids. He said it makes me sad sometimes when I drive around Ann Arbor. It used to be kids mowing the lawn. He goes, I was that kid out mowing lawns, earning some money. Yeah, we all did that as kids. Now it's a truck and a crew at every house. And he's disappointed by that. Well, I'm sure the neighborhood that Jim Harbaugh is driving out of is a, probably a wealthier neighborhood, oh, yeah. I would guess, that we would no, no, expect, no right? Uh-huh. Um, and I would get, guess that those are probably families that want their lawns to look pristine. Cause Ma- they gotta, manicured, yeah. Yeah, they got to look keep up with the Joneses. So sure. you're probably not going to trust your 15-year-old boy <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> to do it. You're going to hire a crew because they're going to make it look really good. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, I uh, I I agree that there's a satisfaction in doing things yeah. mm-hmm. with your hands around your house and and being able to. Uh, n- no offense to each their own. You do you, mm-hmm. okay? Um, but you know the whole. Take, Chuck takes pride in saying I wrote a check to make it go away. I take pride, just different people, yeah. and saying, "Wow, I was able to figure that out and save myself money." Well, I, that to me is like like I get on YouTube and figure yeah. out how to do something I yes. thought I had no idea how to do. I don't have the patience that's, for that. That's fun. That's fun. I mow my own yard. You know, I edge my own my myself. I do that kind of stuff. You edge yourself. I mean, I edge the yard. I mean, <laughs> I mean first world problems. I take care of my own pool. Does that, does that you, know? you shave yourself? Uh, this, I, I don't want the answer to this question. Uh, I Harbaugh, don't want the answer to that question. Harbaugh says he would be a lawnsman. He goes, that's what yeah. I do. Mowing the lawn is one of the greatest feelings I have in life. I've often said that, that that would, that would be the job that I would love to do. Just become a guy that's out there mowing lawns every day but every time i say that somebody's like you wouldn't have as much fun mowing other people's yards yeah yeah i would i would agree with that the other thing i think is i just can't see you with a with a trailer behind your car uh with a trash can and i would guess if i was doing that i wouldn't drive the current car that i drive. probably not all right this has been the morning drive podcast presented by cantex roofing and construction Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at double T 97.3.com.